Hey everybody, welcome to Money Lab Live. It is Wednesday the 27th of January 2021. Welcome everybody. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today is something I'm doing very different. I'm going to do this episode by myself, completely solo. And so if you're there, please uh, give a thumbs up because apparently the algorithm likes it. If you have any questions throughout this entire episode, uh, I'm going to be answering questions live throughout everything instead of trying to do it. Um, instead of instead of going into a Q&A section, although we are definitely going to do that. Um, today, what I want to do is I want to talk about my company, just kind of everything. Um, a lot has changed. I want to go back. I want to start at the very beginning um, talking about uh, my original plan to create this massive digital media company with multiple employees. Um, that kind of failed. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, things happened, and I'll talk about those things that happened. Pretty sad, dark shit, but uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit and talk about the lifestyle business, the 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 sort of uh, rethinking on why I went from this idea that I wanted to build this big ass company and do all these things and have all these employees to basically going, I'd rather just do this by myself. Uh, so then I'm going to talk about how I did that, how I went from this you know big I big you know audacious idea if that's the word, and then sort of lean things, basically create a very, very super lean company that still makes a lot of money. Uh, and then I want to get into sort of the future plans, what's going to happen in 2021 and beyond. So uh, Vicky, thank you for joining me. Um, if anyone's out there, please say hello in the chat because I'm by myself today. This is it. Um, I'm trying this because uh, I have this whole board set up with different sort of uh, scenes that I can do that are just for by myself in case I can't get somebody to join me uh, to do the live stream, which in this case, I could have called some people, but I wanted to try something different. I wanted to see if this would work. Um, so we'll give it a shot. Uh, I'm gonna share my screen real quick because I wanna show you um, this idea, this whole thing. Uh, so, hey Gary, how are you? Uh, so this was an article that I wrote back in 2017. So about four years ago, and it was called the digital media company mission. Now I still think this is a good article. Hey, John, how are you? Um, so I want to just quickly go through, this is sort of the beginning, not the beginning of, of me as a person. If you want to see that, um, I have this page on Money Lab that's kind of hidden, and maybe not that hidden. It's moneylab.co slash timeline. And if you go to this, um, it actually, let me just, uh, how do you remove that? Okay, there you go. So yeah, this is my entire entrepreneurial timeline. This is basically starting from, if I go back up, my first website when I was in a rock band, uh, and then I, my idea, I bought the domain name for some university. I started a podcast back in 2005, like before that was a thing. Hey, Adam, thank you very much. Solomon, thank you very much. Thank you for joining. Um, so if you want to see like the entire history of, of what I do, of how I got here, uh, over 17 years plus, this is kind of it. So you can go to moneylab.co slash timeline, but back to this in uh, I actually ended up 
uh, you know, I have, so I have, I have three brands. I have Swim University, I have Brew Cabin, and I have this site, Money Lab. Um, and I started my company in 2008, but before that, I think in 2006 is when I actually, uh, well, in 2004 is when I registered the domain name for Swim University and then didn't do shit with it for two years and got, and just kept saying I was going to do something and then I didn't do anything. And then, uh, I ended up, uh, finally putting something on the internet in 2006 and then two years later started my company. I'm going to shut this heater off. Perfect. Okay. So I started Ace Media Group and to be honest with you, uh, the name sucks and I could not think of a better one, but I collect, well, I used to collect playing cards, like decks of unopened boxes of playing cards. I don't do that anymore, even though people still send me playing cards to, to collect. I'll take them. I mean, I always have a deck on my desk at all times. Boom. It's really bright. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, so this is the logo I came up with. It's really, it's really basic, but kind of moving forward, I started Swim University. It was a pool website at the same, uh, a few years later, you know, I'm not going to get into all of the mistakes that I made with Swim University and how like I was doing keyword stuffing and, and all the black hat SEO tricks to build up Swim University. I mean, I've told that story a million times and perhaps I'll do that on another episode. Um, but I want to fast forward because I ended up teaming up with with Andrew and we did Listen Money Matters together. And I had started a bunch of different sites and a bunch of different projects, all in the pursuit of like, I want to own my own business. I want to do something online. And then I and I always knew that Swim University was like the flagship. That's always been that's been my, my idea for the longest time. And so I did that. Um, and at a certain point, I, I told Andrew from the very beginning when we first teamed up in 2014, I told him that I wanted to build a media company. I didn't just want to own Swim University. I wanted to have multiple brands and a team to run those brands, very similar to Vox Media. Vox Media, when they kind of hit the scene, I saw this and I watched a bunch of videos about like the, the CEO talking about their vision and all that. And that really kind of like sold me. I was like, I, that's that's what I want to do. I want to make quality content with a team of people and build this huge media company all around this idea that I have. And, and very similar, if you look at um, Apartment Therapy, I believe is the actual parent company to these. Um, but Apartment Therapy, and they own something else. I can't remember. But basically, the idea is like, I have these multiple sites, and we put out good content, and we make money with advertising, with digital products, with affiliate sales, stuff like that, which is basically what I'm doing now, sans the um, advertising part. So I talked about this, how I wanted the company to be structured. And a lot of this, you know, once I saw this Vox video and I wanted, and the CEO talking about how he wanted to build this like massive company with all these different brands, I was like, yes, I see the vision for that. And then I read a book called Traction, which was recommended to me by my friend JP. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I started following some of the exercises in that book, very, the very beginning exercise, as a matter of fact. And I hired my first COO, somebody who would basically run the company for me. And, and I kind of wanted to follow the traction structure, which was I am the innovator at the very top. 
and the sort of not the CEO as a, well, I guess the CEO, but like this person at the top who has the ideas and it trickles down to the people who actually can implement them with my sort of creative direction. And so I wanted somebody, you know, right below me in the hierarchy of, of, of how a business is structured um, to be the person who would manage all of the team members. And so I ended up doing that. I ended up hiring, um, I hired an editor in chief first, which was Michelle who was actually going to be on next week's episode. She no longer works for with Ace Media, um, but we're going to talk about SEO, all different types of stuff, um, editorial SEO specifically. Uh, so I hired her. She was my editor-in-chief. And then I needed sales and marketing, which I ended up did hiring. I did hire somebody to do sales and marketing at one point, um, and that did not work out at all. Like Within a couple of months, just didn't work out. I think I've done it a couple times. And it just wasn't working. And I think it's because I suck at sales and marketing. So how the hell am I supposed to hire somebody to copy me? I was terrible at it. So I was I wanted somebody to come in and like own it and dominate it. And I'm and I know that I could do that, but I just hated that sort of side of the business. Um, and then somebody to do tech. So so the idea is you have your editor in chief. You have somebody, you know, basically responsible for the content going on all of the websites, you know, creating the editorial calendar. Then you have somebody in sales and marketing who is basically selling sponsored posts, sponsored emails, uh, you know, maybe maybe sales and marketing also includes product development where they would be selling, creating email marketing, all that, all of that stuff. Um, and then somebody in charge of all the tech, making sure the websites are up and running, making sure, you know, people's emails are working, just like general stuff like that. And then, yeah, I had, at the time I was, I had, um, swim university roasty. I, I think brew cabin was, uh, around. Um, and they were all kind of centered around, you know, they were all centered around ca home chemistry in a weird way. Like coffee could technically be considered that obviously pools brew cabin has a lot of chemistry in it. And then money lab, the word lab, um, and my whole thing was this holy shit content mission, which is actually my editorial, uh, process over at swim university. You can look it up at swimuniversity.com slash editorial, I believe is the, the URL. And it's basically how I think about website structure, how I think about content structure in the internet. And I know it needs to be updated, but it's pretty good. Um, and so I, I had this like mission statement on like the kind of content we wanted to put out. You know, I had the sort of like idea in my head of the hierarchy of like people that needed to run the company. And I wanted rock stars too. Like when you go back to this, I didn't want just like VAs or not that there's anything wrong with VAs, but like not like contracted workers, like Upwork, things like that. Um, hey, Josh, I just saw you there. Um, so it was, this is something that I thought I want it like an individual rock star for each position and really just like all of us, maybe with a handful of like writers, video people, um, you know, any, anybody like that, we would be able to create this very, very large looking company with a very small team. Um, and because the thing is, it's like, I know how to get traffic to websites. I know how to create content. I just needed people that aligned with that. And so I had this whole content layout template which you can go into this post again. If you go to moneylab.co/media-company, if you want to read my original thoughts back in 2017 
on what it what I thought about starting a a media company, you can do you can go back and do that. So that's it. Now, um, that all changed. So I'm gonna get dark for a quick second. I don't want to go too deep into this, um, but I in two th- so this was sort of the plan, right? The plan was to build this huge digital media company. And so 2017 happened. I hired some people. 2018 happened. I remember Andrew telling me um, that I was kind of like spending way too much money because I had at the time three writers. I had Michelle doing editorial. I had a COO that was that was that I hired for three months to kind of on like a temporary position and me. And then, you know, uh, I had a graphic designer. I had. Um, a VA and mainly a VA and customer service. So all of this was happening and I was sort of like, okay, this is, this is costing a lot of money and it's not, and it's not growing. Now I know that in this sort of idea of like, I, you have to spend money to make money. And I kind of believe that in a way I believed it. I don't think I believe it now. Um, but you know, I was kind of being steered in this direction by my own, you know, by my own mind, you know, I read this book and I was thinking very big. I was trying to think very, very big. And what happened was like, I kind of hated it. I hated being a manager. I hated Like we had a Slack channel for the company and we were, I was sort of like talking to everybody and having a lot of meetings, like a lot of like zoom meetings and stuff. And I don't like that kind of work personally. I mean, not not saying that, you know, people don't doesn't planning does not feel like work to me. Being on a, a conference call is not work to me. That's to me. It's like a social event. Um, hey, Marvin, how are you? So I'm sorry if I'm like for all the podcast listeners, like just saying people's names as they come on. Um, but the idea is like, I just I just hated it. And I didn't know that until after I wrote this whole post and my and my mission statement and then actually trying to do it and hiring a bunch of people and spending a lot of money and seeing the companies grow, sure, but not not to the not to the level of which not fast enough to cover the expenses. But I, I never, you know, made sure I I tried not to go into debt, but I ended up going into debt. Um, if you go to this post, which is uh moneylab.co slash lean dash business. I wrote this in November of 2019, which is pretty, I probably updated it in 2019. There's no way I wrote this then. Um, But yeah, in 2017 and 2018, which you can see right here, business gluttony, which means that I spent a ton of money hiring people. Um, I actually took a pay cut myself to pay these people. And we were trying to, create a lot of good content really fast on three websites, which was Roasty, Brew Cabin, and Swim University. Um, What ended up happening was I went into debt. I went, now, I'm not talking like huge, this is my own money. This was not, I'm not, I didn't get funding or anything like that. I spent a lot of my own money and I went into debt because my swim university is a seasonal business. So I I have to be very conscious every year to make sure that we have enough money in the bank 
to kind of like ride out the winter. Like in right now, Sim University does not do that well. Um, but it does really well in the summertime. So I have to sort of like wait and just make sure that I make enough in the summertime and not spend it all and so that I can last throughout the wintertime. I did not do that. So I put I put myself into debt, $40,000. And that was credit card debt, I think. Because I think I was able to put it all on a credit card. Ugh. So uh, I, I instead had to bail myself out. And the way that I did that was I sold Roasty. Now, RoastyCoffee.com is a website that I used to own that I built uh, from scratch. I had one writer for a long time, I think for about a year or two, writing one article a week for two years. So we ended up having like 104 articles by the end of it. And then when Michelle came on board, uh, she ended up basically fixing all those articles and and improving them. And it got to the point where I was like, I don't really care about coffee that much anymore. Like I like coffee. I drink coffee every day. Um, but I don't, um, I, I, I thought I liked it. I thought I liked all the chemistry. I thought I liked the idea of like, Ooh, today is the French press. Tomorrow's a Chemex. And then it's going to be drip. Then it's going to be a vacuum, you know, whatever. It turns out I just like drinking coffee and I don't really need all of the like pomp and circumstance. In fact, sometimes it's a little too much for me. It's like, Oh, all right. I want a Chemex. I want a coffee now. So I might as well just go out and get one as opposed to like, setting up my Camex, pouring it for like a fucking hour or whatever. I, I just didn't want to do that. So I just sort of not, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't fall in love with, with coffee. I just fell out of love with like the <laughs> trying to like over engineer coffee. And so for me, I was just kind of like, I'm okay if this, if I have to sell this site, I'm okay. Um, and in fact, like it's just one less thing that I have to do. And, you know, I had money lab at the time. So it was like, you know, it's, Swim University, Money Lab, Roasty, and Brew Cabin. And I'm much, I'm much more of a home brewer than I am a coffee lover. And so I'm like, well, if I want to spend, if I want to focus my time, I need to sell that site. So I did. And I earned $55,000 from it. In fact, uh, if you go to posts and you scroll down to here, this is my post. Uh, it's moneylab.co slash sell dash website. And I'm not trying to promote my articles. I'm just sharing like all the different things. So in 2018 is when I wrote this. Um, I sold my site for $55,000. Uh, if you, I've got a lot of emails after that because uh, that site blew up. The person who bought it did their work, did the work that I was not willing to do. And it it is absolutely like a, a juggernaut. Um, and I, I get asked if I feel bad about that. Absolutely not. Because I don't have to do that work. I'm fine with it. I'm not from, and again, I, I, we're going to get into the lifestyle stuff because, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a position now where I don't have to worry about money. And I realized after last year, 2019, end of 2019, 2020, how much it doesn't really matter anymore. And in fact, it never really did to me. I always had these milestones to like, oh, I, I want to make, you know, a living. So it was like get to forty thousand because basically when I was making the, the the most money I ever made from a day job was sixty five thousand and I was twenty five sixty five thousand a year and at that point I was like I felt super rich because all my friends were still in like 
college or still trying to find a job or still like working their way up. And I had done all that work. So that I was like, that's enough money. And so when I quit, my goal was to get to 40. I'm like, if I can get to 40, which is like where I really felt comfortable in, in where I lived, by the way, where I lived was South Jersey. It was relatively cheap to live there. Um, I was like, okay, I can, I can live on this. And so I did. And then once I got to that, the next milestone was a hundred thousand. Cause I knew no one that made that much money. A hundred thousand dollars a year was like insane to me. And it took a couple years, but I ended up getting there and it meant absolutely nothing to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Now, now what? Now what's the next milestone? There is no another, there is no other milestones for me. That was it. I've become more successful than anybody I'd ever known. And I, you know, that felt good. I didn't know a lot of, I don't know rich people still. So, um, anyway, uh, so I sold the site cause I went in debt like an idiot and I, we ended up like getting rid of some writers and scaling back. And then I, I, I read this book called profit first, which I so highly recommend. I can give you sort of the, the quick gist of it. It's a very entertaining book for being about accountant counting and, it is the pay yourself first first method of personal finance, meaning give yourself 10% and then you live on that 90%. It's kind of the really kind of super stripped down version of that book. But think about it for your business. So I tuck away 10% of whatever the business earns into a into a savings account that is literally just called profit. And Every quarter, I take half of that and just give it to me for being the business owner. Um, and it, the whole idea of the book is basically like you should be rewarded as the owner for having a business as opposed to self-sacrificing, which is what I used to do to have a business. I used to pay myself less so that I could pay others more to have a business, which would just end up causing me stress and would end up being like, well you know, what's the point of, what's the point of me having this business if I'm making, if I'm not making any money personally. Um, so I, I, I highly recommend this book and this book was recommended to me by Justin Jackson, uh, totally changed my life. Honestly, like changed my entire approach to business. Um, now the, the, the concepts in this book, and I've done videos on this and I plan on doing videos, um, within money lab pro, more about like specifically how I do this, uh, my entire process. This book has a, a lot of like, put your money in like 10 different places so that you're like kind of protecting against yourself. You don't need to do that. I didn't, I can't stand having more than one bank account as it is. Um, so I try to limit the amount of bank accounts that I have. It's all under one roof. And I can quickly just kind of allocate money visually, even though I know it's not really being like put into another account. It's not being put into another Dropbox. Um, so there's a, I have a little video on it. You can watch that. Um, you can read this. I just recommend reading the book and then sort of taking it like with a grain of salt, if you will. Like you don't have to build the exact system that he's, he, uh, he puts out there. Um, you can kind of simplify it for yourself. Just the idea of paying yourself or paying the business first, profit first. Anyway, moving on. Um, the other thing that I did in this whole lean business, like, so I had I had I made back my 40 grand. You know, I'm out of debt now. I'm like, all right, 
fuck all this, like trying to build a big ass business. I'm going to go super, super lean and just, you know, a handful of people. And we're going to do this and we're going to make a, we're going to make three really, really great sites. Okay. Um, so I ended up learning a lot about page speed because not just because I wanted my websites fast. That's true because it saved me $500 a month by making my site faster. I was spending $600 a month on hosting with all three sites. And then I ended up dropping that down to, it's about a hundred dollars a month right now with the same hosting company. I use WP engine. It's cause I learned about caching basically. And, and, uh, I use WP rocket. I use WP engine and I use Cloudflare to sort of create this like ultra fast, um, you know, ecosystem. And so, that saved me a ton of money. And I just went like, what I did was I ended up putting all of my expenses into a spreadsheet and just looked at it as like, how do I cut? It was like, it became a drug. I needed to like cut all of my expenses. I, I wanted it, I was like on this kick to be so lean that it was impressive. And so like, I was, I went with easy digital downloads to sell my stuff and I was using Wistia. And it was costing me a ton of money just like hosting my own stuff when I could have just went with Podia, which is what I ended up doing and saving like, I don't know, a lot of money. I forget how much it was. I talk about all of those things here. Um, email marketing, that didn't really save money there. It's like an impossible, it's an impossible, I tried, trust me. Um, you can do it. Obviously, you can go with like really cheap ones, but it just became more of a headache um, for me. And I rather have the functionality. So I kind of pay for that extra functionality. So uh, I was spending money on Facebook ads. I stopped that. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because it didn't work. I, I had, I hired two different people to help me with Facebook ads. And for some reason, um, Facebook ads just doesn't work for me. And maybe it's just because of my personality. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I, I was paying for AB testing software. Pfft, you can use Google optimize. It's totally free. And I believe, uh, miles Beckler does a lot of AB testing and he uses Google optimize cause it's free. Um, it's a little difficult to set up, but it's free. Um, stop paying for stock photo stuff. Just had a bunch of domain names that I was paying every year for cut it. I mean, it's just little tiny things. Like if it cost me like a dollar a month, I couldn't wait to cut it. Um, and so my whole idea was like, I got on this kick where I was like, all right, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to do an episode about this. And if you want to see this, if you want to see an episode about this thumbs up or give me a comment or something, cause the, the episode I want to do is how to actually be productive, because I feel like there's so many productivity gurus and, and like nerds out there who just want to talk about all the different tools and all the different systems. Um, but it, it's like they it's almost like they're they have too many things to worry about now. And so, like, how can you be productive when you have like seven different tools that you use to be productive? I don't I don't understand. It actually kind of bothers me a bit. I decided I'm using three tools and I still use these tools. In fact, and now I'm only down to two of these tools. So Asana for everything. I have been, pra you know, singing the praises of Asana for a very long time. It is my to-do list of choice. You can use Trello. You can use, I don't care what you use. I use Asana because it 
that can do a bunch of things. And I sort of forced it to do what I needed it to do. I take notes in it. I keep all of my resources, tutorials for my team, all of that stuff. I know people like Notion right now. Whatever. It's fine. It's whatever tool you want to use. Um, Asana for me is the Notion, is the communication. They even have like messaging now within it. So it's like I don't even need Slack and I basically stopped using it. Um, and then Google Drive is just storage. It's where I store everything. You can store things in Asana and that's great. Um, but yeah, it's really just about like um, one tool to rule them all. I don't even spend that much anymore because I have less team members. So now I'm down and you can do it for free. Um, I just pay because I like little extra features for myself. Um, and, and, um, I just kind of want to give some, we have, uh, we have Thomas, we have Paula's picks here. We have Dave, Gary, Christy, uh, we have Adnan and <laughs> says, I would be interested in how productive you are. I mean, I feel as though I'm incredibly productive, almost to a fault. Um, I'm, I tend to be very, I have this weird gift and curse. I have this weird uh, gift that I can get so focused on a thing. And, and the, the, but the problem with that, the downside of that is I am a zombie for the rest of the day. Like getting myself out of that focus is impossible i'm like a, i literally walk around the house like my because my brain is still going um but yeah what i do is i kind of like i use asana to have like just a few things i need to do every single day and i will just sit in this basement and if i put my mind to something i'm like i'm going to finish this video today i'm going to create a sales page today i'm going to create 10 le video lessons for my course whatever pops up on my Asana to-do list, like I literally have to do it. I have to do it, get it done. And I have to check that box. It's like a, it's a thing. Um, and so the thing is, is like, I tend to do like very, very big planning. I have, um, I can't show you now cause it kind of looks like shit, but, uh, I have this like board, uh, this project in Asana. It's a Trello style board of, and it has each month as a column. And I basically, have that set up as like, here are my big hairy goals for the month. And I usually have about three. Um, so for example, in, in, uh, February, my big, big, big goal is to create my very first product for brew cabin. That is like my only thing I have to work on. If I do that, if I finish that, I did good for the, for the whole month, but that's not the only thing I'm going to do. I'm also, I also have like obligations for some university as of obligations for uh, just other other different parts of my business, and so I'm going to focus on those two. Um, and I'll and and what happens is like, oh, it's like I, I, I burn up every time I do one of these. Thank God my hands are cold. Uh, so for swim university as an example, Tuesday is my swim you day, okay? And every Tuesday in Asana, what pops up on my screen to do is I have to record a voiceover or or two voiceovers. I have to create thumbnails for the videos. And I have to embed videos on the website that were created by Steph, who is the um, one of three people in the company. And it's me. It's uh, my VA, Stacy, who does mostly customer service. And Steph, who does all the videos for some university. 
Um, so that's my day. So like I'm productive in the sense that like I get the uh, my first thing in the morning, I sit down and I just get the VOs done, get the voiceovers, record it. We use Zencaster to make it super simple. I read the script. I re hit record on this microphone. Boom, it's in the system. Then I go into XD. I create the thumbnail and I have some she, she gives me some guidance in Asana for like what I need to do, color background, all that stuff. Um, all of that stuff's in my YouTube course. Um, it'll be in Money Lab Pro. You can go. Oh, if you if you're interested in Money Lab Pro right now, it's it's live. It's it's technically going live on the first, um, but it's live. If you want to go to MoneyLab.co/pro, you can sign up today if you want to. Um, and if you already bought stuff from me, um, if you bought any one of my courses, just email me, and I can hook you up with stuff. So okay, moving on. Um, so that's that's that. The team started to get leaner. I'd stopped reading. This is a big one. Um, I know this is not like, how do you save money? This is not a money saver thing. I stopped reading books. I, for a long time, for many years, I thought it would. Be, I thought it was so cool to be smart and to read books about business. And I read fucking everything. And <laughs> what happened was. Every time I'd read a book, I'd have an idea. And then I would like, if I'm going this direction, if I'm going like this, I read a book and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going that way now. I'm not full pivoting. I'm just like, kind of like, you know. Um, so I had to stop. And it turns out like, I don't like reading fiction personally. Like, eh, you know, every once in a while, like I've, I've read a fiction book where I was like, oh, that was cool. When's the movie coming out? <laughs> it's kind of the way I look at it. Cause I'm kind of a movie person and not really a book person. Um, stopping reading books was honestly one of the best things I could have done. I did, I stopped taking courses. I stopped, uh, reading blogs. I just, in, in, in the business space. Um, I mean, cause it's like you, I had to put my mind on a path and like have this sort of North star. And this was my first step. This is not the step, but this whole lean idea of business. I'm, I have my North star, which is how much is that going to cost? You know, do I have to get on? Do I have to have some sort of communication with this person? Um, then no, no, thank you, no, thank you. Let's be nice. Um, so yeah, it's not a diet; it's a lifestyle business. Haha. <laughs> okay. So this how how I ended this post in what two thousand stay lean in two thousand nineteen. That was my motto for two thousand nineteen. I absolutely followed that model. Um, and then my brother died, and that you know, changed my life significantly. Um, I won't go too much into it, but I will say that if you know somebody who is suicidal or is having mental problems, mental issues, um, stay close. I didn't do that. Uh, I lived with a guy for multiple years. Um, and yeah, it just, it's tough. And, and that was the end of 2019. And then my uncle died the next month. And then my family friend died of COVID in April of 2020. And it was just like, I got fucking hit and hit and hit with why? Why are we here? It started to get like, I'm, I've always been sort of self-aware, but fuck, like worst year of my life. And that, that wasn't 2020. That was 2019. 2019 was so good for me because of the lean business thing. 
I lived in Boulder. I had my shit together. I was making good money. And then the fucking rug ripped out from underneath me. And it made me question everything. My entire business. My entire life. Thank God I was in a good spot prior. Thank God I was like, all right, I'm I'm staying lean. I'm I want to be more creative. I that's I am a creator. That's what I that's what I do. Um and so when this happened, it was like, okay. It's not about money anymore. Can't be. This it can't be. What the fuck? Who cares? Who cares? You want to go make money, go buy GameStop. I don't I don't care what you do. Um there's got to be something. There's got to be a purpose to this other than that. And I know I can say that from a place of I'm all, I'm making enough money. I'm fine. Um, but when I first quit my job and my mom kept telling me, when are you going to get a job? I kept telling her, um, I'd rather live in a cardboard box than work for anybody ever again. My entire motto my entire life prior to this date, prior to 2019, has have, has been like, I never want to work for anybody else ever again because I just, I'm not good with authority. I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> That's my parents. Um, and I just like, and and money didn't matter to me. I wanted to make my own money. I wanted to survive in the world. But it wasn't about being rich. I don't want to be rich. It fucking sucks. You know how, like, Jeff Bezos has, like, a helicopter that he almost, that he almost crashed in. No, thank you. Plus, I got to manage that helicopter, or then I got to pay somebody to manage that helicopter. I don't know why I chose a helicopter. I'm afraid of flight flying, so I'm never going to own one. Um, but, yeah. It became, like, this moment became, like, it's not about me anymore. I'm okay. It's about what can I do for my family? What can I do for my friends, for the people around me? How do I do this work and support them? That is a fucking game changer because if your mind shifts to that, well, at least for me, I won't, I won't put that on anybody else. It brings a whole new purpose to my work. It's not just about like, can I make a blog article? Put, a, put an affiliate link on it. Make some money. You know? It's not about that. It's about... Uh, keeping people comfortable and safe and protection. Money is a tool. It's not a goal. Or at least for me. And it has never been. Again, it's been about this. So, in, so this year I wrote this post took me a year to kind of mourn and then go, okay, what am I getting from this? And how do I tell the Money Lab audience what happened without just making it a fucking sob story? Because that's very easy to do, but I, I'm not, I've worked the whole way through it. In fact, when I had issues with relationships way back in the day, work was the, I've always been good at work. I've always been a loyal employee. I always liked work. It's where I put my time. It is my therapy. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it has to be now. So what happened? Um, 
you know, that year 2020 happened, right? We all know still fucking going through it. Um, so 2020 happens and swim university does well. And that was really shocking to me because I thought in April, right? So it happened. So March, we all pretty much go into lockdown. April, Jeff Bezos is like, fuck everybody. Uh, we're going to cut commissions to nothing. Not nothing. And so I go, oh, my business is done. Great. Um, thankfully, and and I'm not a divine person. I don't, I'm not religious in any capacity. Uh, but my business did, Swim University specifically did really, really, really well. And so did Brew Cabin and so did Money Lab. And the reason is because all of these just so happen to take place at home. You know, like your pool and your hot tub is at home. Your home brewing is in the name. Money Lab, it's about starting your own business from home, I guess. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I was like, oh, okay. And then, so we had a small team. And Steph was working for the company at this point doing YouTube videos. And that were working for Swim University. And then Michelle... Um, makes a decision to start her own business, which I 100,000% support because I, I've been in her position and I'm still in her position. And so in that moment, I really sat down with myself and I thought, okay, can, can, I, can I run a media company basically without a, an editorial, somebody to do editorial, somebody to do an editor-in-chief, somebody to help me create content? Um, and a couple of things came to mind and you, you can go and read this post. I recommend that you do, um, cause it talks about, you know, when, after everything happened, I tried to co-work with people and obviously I did. And then this happened, uh, the pandemic, um, then Jeff Bezos screws everybody. And then we quit the podcasts. We stopped doing both of them. Money lab is back, but listen, money matters is no more. Um, Michelle left. I bought a house, which was which is where I am now. That was a huge life goal, probably my biggest life goal, and I achieved it. This is my second house, technically. I mean, the first house didn't count because it was a condo, and yeah, whatever. Uh, it just it doesn't count. This counts. Um, and then I left Lasso, and that's part of this whole like um, sort of like stripping away, kind of like all the things that I that to me bring me zero joy and require a ton of effort and no no fun and that unfortunately you know building software is just not a thing for me i've learned that multiple times already um how long have you been going wow i've been going for 40 minutes i thought <laughs> i thought i was gonna have a problem um anyway hey by the way uh, if you're still watching and i appreciate it um could you just comment and let me know that this is okay? That this is solo cool? I don't know. Um, if you want to see more solo episodes, please let me know. Because I'd be happy to do this. This is obviously very personal to me, so it's very easy for me to talk about my own life story. Um, but going forward, uh, I was so against this idea of like starting a lifestyle business. I don't want to start a lifestyle business. That's like giving up, right? That's like giving up on actual business and going, you know what? I'm fine. Uh, yeah, 
I yeah, it's what I did, and I'm fine. Um, and what does that mean? I'm talking about all the real world experiences, blah blah blah, all this shit. Um, so I own three websites now, and that is it, and that is pretty much all I plan on ever doing. I I am so adamant, especially in 2021, to do. Zero new things. I don't want to create new businesses. I like the ones that I have. Freaking Swim University is, I've been in the pool industry for my whole, pretty much my entire life since I was 13 years old. I get this world. I don't care to be a part of it. You know, I don't go to the conferences anymore. All right. I don't do, um, I don't, I don't just don't, I just do my thing. I'm helping People who own swimming pools and hot tubs. That's that's all I want to talk. That's all I want to talk to. And I'm doing it my own way with videos, you know, writing the post myself now. And I was okay with that. When Michelle left, I'm like, am I going to be able to do this by myself? Because Steph is doing the videos, which has been a thing for me. Like, I just wish we had sort of a schedule for videos. And now we do. Matt, are you going to be the one that writes articles on swimming diversity, you always say like, oh, if I have to write another article about pool algae, you know, like, you know what, if that's my, it's the, if I'm not trying not to curse, if that's my job, if my job is to sit down and write a blog post about pools, I'm doing it. I'm wearing sweatpants. I'm in my basement. I don't know. I, how is that a bad job? I make decent money. I get to do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I'll write a blog post. Whoopty shit. You know what I mean? I, I, so easy. And I have this new attention, this new, this new thing. I'm like, oh, well, if I'm going to write it, you know how I'm going to make it? You know I'm going to hack my brain into, into like thinking – it's not just like a, oh, it's Tuesday. I got to get up. I got to write this blog post. You know, like, how do I trick my brain? I trick my brain by going, oh, you're not just going to write a blog post today. Because if you say that, yeah, you're just writing a blog post. I'm going to write the greatest article of all time on this thing. Now, I don't know what that means, but it may, it gives me purpose to wake up and go and do that. You know, I, I don't know. It's like, okay. Yes, it's a post about getting get, getting rid of white water mold in a hot tub or whatever the whatever the you know it's like but if I think about it as like a crafting a piece as opposed to writing an article like getting the words down sucks for me I hate doing that but editing those words and like going you know what I'm going to go take a break and I'm going to go do a graphic you know I'm going to go do a chart I'm going to go and design something I'm going to go uh film a video or monologue whatever just do something that helps somebody because I know this. I know this shit. I've been doing this my whole life. I know how to get rid of white water mold in a hot tub. I'm not going to tell you because you got to subscribe to Swim University and probably you don't care either. Uh, but it's also free. That's how I trick myself. And that's a great job, in my opinion. So, um, what else? I got Brew Cabin. Brew cabin. Oh, by the way, going back to some university, 195 articles. And I want to touch base on this real quick. This is sort of my 
my philosophy about online business, which is all of these websites that I'm talking about, including Money Lab, they're all textbooks. And I, I need to find a better analogy, but this is the only one I got. I didn't go to college. So I don't really know, you know the idea of textbooks, but I do know from being in high school and former school that the textbook is the same, but each year there's a new edition and it's been added to or you know, it's like a science textbooks and things have changed now. So, you know, they have to update things. That's great for textbooks companies because they can print a new textbook and they can sell it to the same or a different, different group of kids each year on the internet. It's better for the customer because for the customer, they just get updated shit all the time and it's free. So I'm like, okay, do I have to create a blog post every week? A new one? No. I'm going to look at my keyword list. I have a, a list of 100, 200 keywords, and I just want to stay at the top of all of those. I want to dominate that. In fact, yesterday was Tuesday, which is my Swim University day, and I did my VO. I did one VO for a video. I did a, uh, a thumbnail. I had to embed an, a video from last week into a post, and... Then I updated one post and it was a really big one and I found the keyword. I looked at the keyword and I ended up going into that post and then looking at other posts. So I, I, I had dropped from being number one to being number six in Google. So I'm like, all right, well, what, what do I do to fix this? H2s need to be fixed. The structure was too, it was like 1800 words. It was so long. And I'm like, I'm reading it going like, we need to get to the point. Like you need to help me with this, this problem. And so I restructured everything. I looked at, I went to Google and I looked at what are some of the questions people are asking in Google about this topic? Let me address those and let me do it in a sentence as opposed to like an entire paragraph or an entire, like, you know, multiple paragraphs. So I sat down and did that and we'll see what happens, but I have a feeling we're going to go big. We're going to be back to number one before the summer hits, um, before the spring hits. So that is my philosophy there. Textbooks. Speaking of Brew Cabin, Brew Cabin only has 45-ish posts, and it brings in, um, and oh, kind of context in case, you know, if you don't know. Swim University brings in about 5 million subscribers, or I wish, 5 million visitors a year. Um, and Brew Cabin, with, with 195 posts, Brew Cabin has 45 posts and does about 40,000 visitors a month. Um, and this needs my help. So far, this is the only article I've written, which is this beginner's guide to brewing water chemistry. And I did a vid video recently, which I kind of want to talk about. And I know I, I'm trying to keep these down to an hour, but my... Italianness, I guess. I don't know. Um, I made this video. You know what? Before I go, before I get into that, I want to talk real quick about um, my my what I'm doing with Brew Cabin. Swim University is a website that, if you look at this post, for example, okay, um, the best in-ground pool cleaner of 2021. I am. I used to do. What are the? What's the ten best pool cleaners? Fuck that. 
I don't care. I, I don't need 10. I need one. I am a customer. You tell me as the expert in this field, what is the best one? Give me a runner up if you have to give me like the budget option too. but that's really all I want. That's the sort of the wire cutter approach. Every single time I want to buy a product, I want to buy a back massager. I want to buy, I don't know, a camping chair. I go to wirecutter.com and I search for it and I go, what's the one they want? Boom. Buy. Just done. I don't need, I don't even need to see the research. I know they've done that. That's what I want to do. My, my approach to affiliate marketing has changed and it has not failed. My affiliate marketing, yes, dipped because of Amazon, but it is still raging on. And, and I didn't, it's, it's actually working out better because this cleaner is what everyone was buying. And I did all my research and I tested it and I'm like, this one, this is the one Buy this one. It's been working. Um, that's how I make money one way. The other way is I have a product. It's a video course and an ebook combined for $49 a month or a month, $49 one time. This thing sold so well in 2021 because I had set it up to do that or in 2020. And I had set it up to do that in 2019 in, in about August of 2019. I switched over to Podia, which I so highly recommend because I was doing it myself. I had my own system. I was using a plugin. And it was just causing all these caching issues. People weren't able to buy. I was the one dealing with tech support and customer service. And it just sucked. I put it on Podia. I heard nothing. It was like people just started buying it. It was super easy. It was great. And I put this on every single page. And I soft sell everybody on the email list. And I just have this product that is very specifically for the type of person that you are. And you come to my website and you read a thing and you find value in it. And maybe you subscribe, maybe you don't, but you're like, hey, if this is that good, I'm gonna go check out what this product is. It's affordable, it's impulse, you buy it, I make money. That's my business model. So I kept thinking about how well SUMI University did in 2020. And I'm like, how do I replicate that across Brew Cabin and Money Lab? Because clearly I've, I've hit on something. I've done something. So how do I do that? So I so bring me over to Brew Cabin. Brew Cabin just does affiliate marketing. I make about 1000 bucks a month. That's not nothing, and I appreciate it. But it could do much better, especially with that traffic. So in February, meaning February 1st and like on Monday, I'm starting a 28-day challenge in Money Lab Pro, which I'll talk about in a second to create a digital product for BrewCab, my first one. I'm going to build a course on how to homebrew, basically, all grain homebrewing. Um, and I'm going to make it $49, and it's going to be on the site in the same exact way it's on some university. Because anybody who reads my articles say, oh, this article's good, what else do we have? Boom, it's there, it feels impulsy, it's like right below that. Like, I don't have to do with a long sales page and sell you on all this bullshit. I can just go, look, I have this course. It's got a ton of material in it. It's well-filmed. You can tell by my sites that I'm I'm not a slouch when it comes to video or writing or any of that stuff. That's my plan. We'll see if it works, but I think it will. Everyone says I should be charging more. I'm so fucking sick of hearing it. I am. I'm done. I know that. I know that. 
but it makes me have to work extra hard on the shit that I don't want to do. I don't want to write a long sales page trying to convince you to fork over hundreds and hundreds of dollars for something that I know is valuable, but I don't want to force you to buy anything. I hate doing that. I want you to see the value before I have to sell you. And I just feel like the idea of making things affordable and over delivering is exactly where I want to, where I want to be. It's where I want to sit in the world. It, yeah, I'm not going to make as much as like, you know, the person selling these huge courses with this like crazy email sequence and all that shit. Like that's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to live that life. I don't want to have to do that work to be honest. So, um, so that's my plan. And for, for brew cabin, I was thinking about this for money lab. What does that look like? Um, and currently I have, uh, you know, all of these products. I have SEO for bloggers, my monetization course, which was called affiliate marketing video course, which is going to be changed to monetization for bloggers. And the four bloggers thing is just like a, is just like a, a branding play because this is my first one. I have a sauna. I have one about page speed. I have a new one about YouTube. I have a WordPress theme. I have all these products. And I had a hard time because they were all like in the hundreds of dollars range, right? Like multiple hundreds. Because originally, Asana for bloggers was $25. And then I was told, you're not charging enough. You're not charging enough. And I'm like, and at the time when I remember doing it, I remember going, yeah, that's the fucking point. I wanted it to be cheap because everyone else is selling their shit for so much money and it's, and it's not going to be nearly as good as mine. So I'm going to put more effort into my product and undercharge everybody and like under chart. Yeah. Underprice it so that everyone goes, why would you do that when you can do this? It sort of sells itself in my opinion. Okay. So I have all these products. I ended up raising the price of Asana for bloggers to $99 and I'm like, okay, um, well, then no one bought it. it was, now it became too expensive or whatever. And I didn't sell it hard. I was on the make, making the next thing. I made SEO for bloggers. That did really well. Raised the price. Stopped doing so well. Did affiliate marketing video course. Didn't do that well. Why? To beginner. Okay. But that still sold. Okay. Page speed for bloggers did well, but very specific. YouTube for bloggers. Very, very, not a lot of people bought it. Okay. Carbonate, the product I was told not to fucking make because, oh, it's going to, you're going to have a customer service and, and you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to update it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, whatever. I'm so tired of everybody coming to me saying, What's, what WordPress theme do you use for your website? Here it is. I don't offer customer support. Holy shit, did that work? Weirdly. And I'm like, okay, well, whoa, I didn't expect that to work. <laughs> you know, like everyone told me it was, everyone told me you're going to be it, literally my favorite product to sell because everybody I sell it to, I go, I can't help you. They find help themselves. It's not a difficult product. It's not a difficult theme. It's very lightweight. There's not much to it. I have plenty of documentation on it and, and I plan on doing more and it just sold. I was like, okay, so. 20, 2020, end of 2020, 
I'm like, all right, I think I finally figured out this whole, like, how I want to run my business. And I'm not saying that this is for everybody. I'm just saying this is for me, okay? Um, I want to focus all of my energy on making great, great stuff. Great content, great products, great video. I that I'm a creator. I spent the entire I spent all last night working on a, a a polka song. I've never written polka music. I had to write accordion music. I had to learn the accordion on YouTube last night and then write. I, that's what I want to do. Uh, so if that's what I want to do, then I have to make all the other shit easy for me, and all the other shit is the the marketing side of things. And the, and the sales. And so my theme, so I, in 2020, in 2019, you saw my theme was staying lean in 2019. I think in 2020, it was, uh, 2020 make more money. Fucking lame. Okay. So I did great. I think I, I increased my revenue by a hundred thousand dollars. I'm not, I'm not complaining. 2021. I don't have a rhyme this year. But I have two words that I'm trying to put out there, which is creativity. I know it's generic. These are generic words. Creativity, which means, yeah, I'm going to write a fucking polka song for a video. That's my creativity. And it's going to be good. And I'm going to put all my effort in this, into a video, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to delight and entertain while educating. Two, generosity. You know what happened to me. I mentioned it earlier. I can't afford to live in this world anymore and and feel like I need I need to I need your money for my stuff. I don't need your money. I rather you have my thing. That's it. That's true. So $49 became my number. That was my number. I decided to take all of my products, ones that are $500, ones that are $100, a total, if you look at all three, all six of these products right now, they total around $1,400 if you were to add them all up. And the thing that I've been asked about more than, than what's the you know theme that you use on your websites is, oh, there should be a Money Lab community. And I was so against doing that because Oh, it's going to take up my time. I don't like, I don't, uh, I got to write stuff. And it's like, I got to, I get, and then I heard this, like, you have to be on this constant cycle of producing new content. That's fucking what I do now. If I want to sell shit on Money Lab, I have to create new products. So what's the difference? And I'd much rather sit there and tell you that Money Lab Pro, one product, one message across my entire website, just like I do on Swim University, just like I'm going to do on Brew Cabin is $49 a month. That's it. You get all this shit. I got people saying, well, what if somebody subscribes for one month and then watches all your shit? I'm like, good luck. And also kudos. Well, what I don't, why, why would you do? I mean, if you want to do that, you can do that. I, I can't, I can't do that. Can't watch that much of me in a month. Uh, I don't care about that. It's more about what, you know, it's more about the message. I have all this awesome shit and you can get it for $49. I don't really. And if you want to stay, I have a community and I'm going to do this show 
with you in the community every week. And I'm probably going to do more shit because now I have, I always said that Money Lab is my favorite brand. It's the it's it's thing I like to live in the most. Brew cabbing is, is picking up steam, I will say. I want to do shit. I want to make shit. And I want to do it. And I want to not worry about having to sell the hell out of you. So it's live right now if you want it. Moneylab.co slash pro. It's $49 a month. It technically goes live on the 1st, February 1st, 2021. But it's live. The sales page, I'm not even trying. This is my headline. This is the title of the sales page explaining the value of Money Lab Pro. That is the title because you're not an idiot. And if you follow Money Lab, then me trying to sell you the benefits of what you're going to get after like, oh, you're going to be this person or are you feeling depressed? Are you feeling like you're not making enough money? Come on. We, we all see through that bullshit. So I'm just calling it out. And yeah, there's a community. Money Lab Pro. Um, there's some people in there right now helping me beta test it. You can help me beta test it. I have things here. You can chat about all the courses. And uh, I'm offering support for Carbonate. So if you have Carbonate and you want support, join Money Lab Pro. I'm literally filming videos, helping people with code, sending code snippets, all that shit. Um, I think I should be done. Um, I want to take questions. So um, I'm going to switch over to this view. And I want questions if you have them. Um, so if you have them, I'll put them up on screen. I will answer them. Um, if you don't have any questions, I can talk about something else or shut the episode down. Um, but I'm going to rely on you to give me that information. Um, but let me just go back to this because that looks stupid for right now. Um, yeah. So in the meantime, um, as questions are coming in, and and by the way, I appreciate everyone joining me for this. I am my goal with this is it's a messaging thing. So at Money Lab, I can't write new challenges and experiments every week. It's just like I can't do it. Um, so I needed some sort of outlet. Everyone wished the pot. Everyone was sort of sad when the podcast went away. I was too, because I like this, clearly. You just did this for an hour with, like, felt pretty effortless. Um, so, <laughs> like, I decided I wanted to do something that had a little bit more pomp and circumstance, things where I could do this. Mind blow! You know, things where I can just make stuff and be silly and, you know. I thought that was, that this is a good medium. So this every week. Two o'clock Eastern Standard Time on a Wednesday. Money Lab Live. This is what's going to promote Money Lab Pro. And that's the whole thing. And I'm still going to do Money Lab content like I normally do. That never changes. That's just everything. Okay. So we do have some questions. They are coming in. Let me see if this works. Aha. It does work. Great. Let me just move it a little bit. Okay. So. What are your thoughts on getting rid of SEO plugins when Google is using their own meta and ignoring almost everything? Uh, <laughs> I am not getting rid of SEO plugins. In fact, I'm actually thinking about switching 
to I, I've been using Yoast since literally day one, since I've had a WordPress site. So since 2010 or whatever, um, I've been using Yoast SEO. It's it's free. It's been absolutely great. Uh, but I was talking to Michelle and um, she had tweeted something about how she really likes rank math, which is also free. And so I'm thinking that I might move over to rank math. And when I saw it and watched the video and like did some research on it, I'm like, ooh, this might be fun to try out. So I'm not getting rid of any, any plugins anytime soon. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to install rank math on Money Lab because that's sort of – I don't really rank for anything on Money Lab. I do rank for uh, podcast marketing. If you Google that, I rank number one for that. Um, and that's an article I wrote, uh, I want to say 2014, 15. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm planning on doing. Um, so I'm definitely not going to get rid of it. Okay. Sean says, how many sales have you made from Carbonate, please? Well, uh, let me tell you, let me go. I have to log into Podia. Um, I can tell you that I've. It's not. It's probably not going to be as many as you think. Um, for context, uh, Sumino, or uh, Money Lab, the email list, my email list, only has about sixteen hundred people on it, and that's been that way for five years. Literally day one, I had fifteen hundred people or sixteen hundred people, and five years later, I have sixteen hundred people. Um, so if I go into products, Carbonate, I've sold two hundred and eighty-seven. 287 copies of Carbonate out in the world. And if you buy it or join Money Lab Pro and get it there, uh, you can put it on as many sites as you want. I have it on three sites. Uh, okay. Um, oh, fuck you, Tom. How are you, buddy? Uh, <laughs> that's a little joke him and I have from Arrest Development. Um, are we? When are we getting a new hip-hop video? That's really interesting you bring that up because... Um, a thing that has sort of been in my brain for the longest time is creating a new album. I, 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 one of the most, the thing that I'm um, most proud of, and I don't like using that word, but the thing that I'm proud of the most on Money Lab is the fact that I did a challenge where I made a rap album in 30 days. So if you go to moneylab.co slash rap, or moneylab.co slash rap dash album, which is the actual um, journey of me doing that. I made an album called Entrepreneur, spelled wrong on purpose. Um, and it's 12 songs. Did it in a month. One of the greatest achievements of my life. I'm planning on uh, decorating this basement. I'm thinking about getting uh, painting the walls and putting up, uh, getting a sort of, some sort of like platinum record made, even though it sold like, I don't know, I think I sold 40 copies, maybe. Uh, I I just want to get that because I'm, again, super proud of that. Um, I'm thinking about doing another one. I, de I definitely want to do another one. And the title of it will be called King Genius. I already I know, I know that already. Um, so, uh, oh, okay. Here's, why am I not working here? Uh, here we go. So, Got any tutorials on making those little animations? I should make this a little bit bigger. I did not, uh, this did not work for me. So, uh, I 
do I have any? Yeah, in the YouTuber bloggers course, I show you how to do animations with After Effects, with ScreenFlow, and then just in Premiere. Um, so yeah, I do have uh, tutorials on that. And in Money Lab Pro, I will probably just film more of those because people like them. And it's so easy for me. I mean, I'm literally sitting at this computer every single day creating those those goofy animations. And so, like, sometimes I could just put on Loom and just record as I'm doing it. Um, that one that you saw, this one. My blow. Uh, that was done with After Effects. And the sound effect and the, and the actual animation are two different things, even though they are one thing. I'm trying to get uh, Ecamm Live to make it so that I can only press one button to get both the sound and the animation overlay as opposed to the animation overlay. So I could do it with just the animation and not the sound effect. I had to hit two buttons at the same time to make that happen. Anyway, yeah, that was just an idea I had. I was in my, I like went upstairs and was in my kitchen and I was like, wait, can I do overlays in Ecamm, like animated ones? And then I had to learn how to, I went on Google and I was like, can you, how do you make a transparent background in After Effects? And so I would just like kept Googling and watching YouTube videos and then I had the idea of like, oh, I have a picture of myself coming up and then my head kind of goes like that and then I can have an explosion. And then I found all that. The explosion is I got it free off of rocket stock and just kept messing around with it till it looked right. And that's how I did it. Uh, so, yeah, it's in there. Um, people are saying that rank math is awesome. So I am super happy about that. I'm going to check that out. Oh, balls. Okay. Let's do this was um oh thank you for that question thank you for all these questions by the way appreciate it um i just made this whole like animated thing below me uh right before i got on it's not working i have to re-figure it out for the next one uh was brew cabin and roasty birthed from your passion in the hobbies or because you saw an opportunity with keywords slash affiliate marketing great question um the former uh i liked coffee my whole i've been drinking it my whole life uh, really like good coffee, don't like shitty coffee. And I, it was a hobby. Roasty, not so much. Brew cabin. Oh, do I have a friggin' brewery in my house. Like this, one of the reasons I bought this place was because it had like this secondary garage thing that was sort of like added onto the house afterwards. Um, and I was like, and when we were looking at houses, we were hoping either it had enough land where I could build a brew shed in the backyard or it had a sort of a dedicated garage type of area or, or what I, where I could build a brewery. Uh, I did that. First thing I did when I moved in here, Steph was like, I know you need this, so you can do that. Um, you can actually see the entire video at Brew Cabin or if you just Google how to build a home brewery, I think I'm number one. Or something like that. If, definitely in if you if you go into YouTube and you search home brewery, I'm the first video, um, and you can see if you're interested in that. But yes, hobby, uh, and that's by design. My friend Sean does the same thing. Sean Ogle, all of his websites, he has three as well, all based on hobbies. Uh, he's also in Money Lab Pro, so which is awesome. And yeah, uh, yes, hobby. Uh, Long time follower, Matt. Love your stuff. How long does it usually take to write an article? <sighs> um, a day, a whole day. Um, depends. Money Lab takes forever. 
Uh, Money Lab is like, um, I mean, I can go literally on Money Lab. I can spend a week or two on an article like that lifestyle business post multiple weeks. Um, that swim university article, it's, it's a whole day. It's a whole day. And I try to make it a whole day. You know, I don't want to. And then, and sometimes I'll come back to it the next day to kind of like refresh it. Um, so yeah, that's about how long it takes. What makes you so confident to share all this data? There are so many copycats on the internet. Man, nobody shares that much data. Love the value. Uh, I don't care. Copy me. Whatever. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, you don't, I don't need to tell you this. I don't need to show you this. You can find it. You know, if you want to get into that industry and try to copy me, go ahead. Um, this is my whole life. This is my job. My job is to make great shit. And if that's also your job, great. But it probably isn't. Um, so if you're, if you're, if you're a copycat, I'm saying, um, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not competitive. I'm not a competitive person. I don't like board games. I don't play video games because I just don't care. I believe a rising tide lifts all boats in everything. Um, so I believe that is all of the questions. So, uh, I just want to say real quick. Thank you so much for joining me on Money Lab Live. I love doing this. Um, next week, I'm going to have Michelle Lowry on the show. She was the editor-in-chief of Swim University, Roasty, Brew Cabin, Ace Media, all of that stuff. Um, she's going to come on. We're going to talk about – I'm going to try Rank Math this week. We're going to talk about the difference between the two, between Yoast and Rank Math. I want to talk to her about the Google Questions Hub that came out. I think that would be interesting. Um, talk about editorial SEO. So like that whole thing, how long does it take to write an article, you know, how to get featured snippets, uh, all of that stuff. So if you're interested, if you like this content, it's coming every single Wednesday at 2 PM Eastern standard time. And please, I'm, I'm telling, telling you this now because you're going to hear it forever, forever, forever. Go check out money lab pro. That is my product. It is all of my products under one roof. It includes SEO for bloggers course, monetization course, um, <laughs> the page for bloggers course, my WordPress theme that's super fast, uh, my YouTube course, which was just launched in November. Uh, and there's a whole community that is built on circle. If you were interested to know that, I know a lot of, I've been getting that question a lot and I'm doing a weekly Zoom call with people in the community every single Wednesday after the show goes live. Um, and that's it. That's that's everything. We have more coming. So go to moneylab.co slash pro. You can join now. You don't have to wait for the email to come out uh, on Monday. Um, and that's it. So uh, thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. 